Capital Insider sponsored by the Oklahoma State Medical Association, physicians dedicated to providing and increasing access to health care for all Oklahomans. More on the vision and mission of OSMA at okmed.org. This is Capital Insider, taking you inside politics, policy, government, and elections in Oklahoma. I'm Dick Pryor with Quorum Call publisher Sean Ashley. Sean, the election is over and the members of the new legislature have now been sworn in and House and Senate leaders have been nominated. Do you have a sense for where the 59th legislature is heading? Oh, what is that old saying? The more things change, the more they stay the same. Republicans still hold super majorities in both chambers. 80 to 21 over Democrats in the House and 40 to 8 in the Senate. So I suspect we will see some of the same types of measures that we've seen in the past. But it should be noted, Democrats did pick up one seat in the House, House District 71, and Republicans picked up one seat in the Senate, Senate District 34, both in the Tulsa area. The first bills have been filed. What happens next in the legislative process? There are a number of things that have to be done before the legislature begins considering legislation in February. Right now, for example, no committees exist. House and Senate leaders have to appoint committee chairs, vice chairs, and members to those committees. Most members don't even know which office they're going to be assigned to or where they're going to sit in the chamber. So all those assignments have to be made. There are a lot of little details that have to be resolved before lawmakers officially begin their work. What are key dates we should be noting as we head toward the new year and the next legislative session? Lawmakers have until December 9th to submit bill and joint resolution requests. And much like we've talked about in previous years, that simply means they are considering filing a bill about a particular subject, not necessarily that they are going to do so. The deadline to file bills and joint resolutions for consideration in the 2023 legislative session is January 19th. That, of course, does not apply to appropriations bills that will go through the Joint Committee on Appropriations and Budget, commonly called JCAB. Before that, on January 3rd, the House and Senate will meet for Organizational Day, the first day of the 59th legislature. And it's there that Representative Charles McCall is expected to be re-elected House Speaker, and Senator Greg Treat is on track to be elected Senate President pro tem. Have you seen any signs that would indicate where the second term of Kevin Stitt as governor may be heading? Not exactly. Now, we haven't heard much from the governor since election night. In his victory speech, he stressed his focus on limited government, traditional family values, lower taxes, making Oklahoma business-friendly, and he made particular mention of continuing to build a school system that he said would meet the unique needs and talents of Oklahoma students. He stressed students should have access to a quality education, regardless of zip code or financial resources, a suggestion he will again pursue an educational choice or voucher proposal, much like he did in 2022. And the day after the election, Governor Stitt appointed Brandon Tatum as his new chief of staff. Tatum is a former vice president and chief of strategy at Oklahoma Christian University, where he helped design alternative degree completion programs, among other things. He also previously served on the statewide virtual charter school board, so he has some experience related to non-traditional educational programs. 
And of course, Governor Stitt picked up another advocate for school choice in the 2022 general election when Ryan Walters was elected superintendent of public instruction. So those could be hints. When the State Board of Equalization meets, it looks like members will have some positive revenue figures to consider for certification. That's right. The Office of Management and Enterprise Services reported Thursday that general revenue fund collections for the first four months of fiscal year 2023 were $2.9 billion. That's $622.3 million, or 27.5% above the fiscal year's estimate, and $496.7 million, or 20.8% above prior year collections for the same period. We continue to be encouraged by the upward trend of revenue collections that indicate the strength of Oklahoma's economy, State Chief Operating Officer and OMES Interim Director John Sutter said on Thursday. Thank you, Sean. You're very welcome. And that's Capital Insider. If you have questions, email them to news at kgou.org or contact us on Twitter at KGOU News and at Quorum Call Sean. Until next time with Sean Ashley, I'm Dick Pryor.